The following content has been provided by New St. Andrews College in Moscow, Idaho. For more information, visit us online at nsa.edu. time again. I'm Rachel Jankovic. I'm Becca Merkel. And look who we got in the back seat. Woohoo! <laughs> it's our mother. It's our mother. Nancy, Nancy Wilson. She, and I would say we've meant to have her for a long time, but today when we zoomed out not to speedy style record one, we just ran into her driving through coffee. She we was said like two cars ahead of us. We had just said we should talk about Thanksgiving and who should a special guest be but the Thanksgiving lady herself. <laughs> well, so. I was... At the window, Starbucks, when you called it, I thought it was the car right behind me. Oh. And I lied to the girl in the window and said, oh, that's my daughter behind me. So oh. who knows? It was probably <laughs> some random up, man. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So, just, we just like to play funny. practical jokes on this Here show. Here we are. Yes. We got excited. And it's a cold day. And I will say mm. it's like rainy, dreary, dark. Pouring rain. Yeah. And I will say that I struggled a lot with what outerwear to put on because... It's cold and rainy, but we're going to be in Becca's car, which yeah. will be hot. Toasty, Heat. toasty. And I was like, but what Heat. if I have to run in and buy more turkey necks, which is something I've been needing to do. They have them. And Are Winko. you making all the broth right now? Well, I start, yeah, worse than this. Worse Are than you... this. Last night, I was like, oh, I'll make the stock so I have stock for the, for mm-hmm. the turkey and yeah, for yeah. the gravy and for all this. Yeah. So I grabbed some turkey necks and I... Fired up the just stock. loose. Where did you find oh, loose? Oh, like a little they, thing. Of they have they always have had to go to and the butcher sticks. and and like they get them to wheedle it out. Yeah. From well, the back. no, I just grabbed those and then yeah. so last night I quickly seared them and then threw in some veggies and seared those perfect, and then put the stuff. Started in my huge in my huge Dutch oven, which was it was all great and fine. But then I was trying to keep it from boiling, boiling, but yeah. just yeah, keep it simmer, at a nice simmer. simmer. So it was good and hot. I went to bed after midnight. And I just turned it down because I didn't want yeah, it to be right. like. But when I got up in the morning, no. it was like still on the top, like it had not. Oh, it no. was not hot enough. Oh. So I took the temperature of it. Yeah. And it was not hot enough. It was oh. 115 Ow. or something. And so I'm like, That's I'm the pretty worst. sure I'm that I could boil it again and kill all the bacteria, but you couldn't kill toxins mm-hmm. or spores or anything that may well, have been in throw there. Throw it away. I, yes, that's why I have to go yeah. buy more turkey necks. Wow. My mom always boiled the turkey neck on top of the stove and the giblets. She oh, yeah. did giblet gravy. I don't even know what a giblet is. Giblet? But I always throw that bag away. I, why do I think that the, gib- the giblet is the internal organs? The like, it's, but you're supposed but to take out the liver because it, it makes it taste a bit yeah. bitter or yeah, something. Yeah, I use, I had, I but should it, clarify, I had, I had the heart and yeah. kidney in there, yeah. but not the oh, liver. But not no. the liver, yeah. But oh, the no. thing, the thing that's so funny is that Winco, our glorious local shopping center, you have to bag your own groceries. It's hard work at Winco, but it is the cheapest oh, groceries well worth it. ever. Yeah. It's well worth it. So I always go there, but they, mm-hmm. at this time of year, they give away a turkey, a free turkey mm-hmm. with every hundred dollars yeah. that you spend. So I'm up to like four turkeys in our freezer <laughs> <laughs> because I'm not cooking yep. one of those. I bought a, I bought a turkey at Costco for Thanksgiving, right and on. then I just keep raking in free turkey. Do you free turkeys. to make a turkey too? By yeah, the you're way. on the list. I'm. I really. I have to make a turkey. So well, I, you don't. We'll talk. Yeah, I got we'll a talk. fresh turkey yesterday, and I got an extra 
chicken breast, uh, not a chicken breast, turkey, turkey breast. Okay. Because we always run out of white meat. Yeah. And when I was checking out, the lady said, man, why is this one more expensive? This little one. And I said, oh, that's just the turkey breast. It's not a little bitty turkey. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit. It's more per pound. Bantam turkey. Yeah. I buy cute. those. I buy that's those sometimes funny. when I make like a turkey blanquette. I'll buy just the turkey breast. And yeah, cut the meat good. off of it, mm-hmm. and I use just the rib cage to make a stock. Sure. Yeah. And then yeah. you just have the white meat, which is nice. But okay, I have to tell one other story. Okay. When I was in college, I cooked a turkey, and then I took saved the carcass, and I put it in that old blue Dutch oven that yeah. had been my mom's, and I simmered that thing to make some yeah. soup. Yeah. And the water turned blue. What? And it was so weird. <laughs> <laughs> and I did not know what. I mean, oh, what? Oh, that's so, horrible. So I called my mom. It's like, Mom, I, I told her everything I did, and it's like, <laughs> the water is blue. I mean, what yeah. could have happened? And she thought for a minute, and she said, do you think one of your roommates maybe dyed some clothes or something in that pot? Oh, it's my like, word. Oh, my word is right. And I asked, and it's like, oh, yeah, I used that the other oh, day. Oh, no. She loved a nice coating well, of indigo. I in obviously for you. hadn't noticed it, so it must not have well, been it's so very dark inside that yeah. pot. But anyway, so that, that went in the hilarious. garbage. Your blue oh, soup, my yeah, the my blue blues. turkey yeah. carcass. So don't food. always gracious. check. Always so check. This that. is funny. So I love Food Fifty Two for various things. Mm-hmm. I should say, did I already say this on the podcast? I might have. I am. Mo- uh, you know, I get a lot of emails from all these places that one time you had to give them your email and they keep. Yeah. I'm like, who even talked to you ever, Joss in Maine? I don't know why I get an email from yeah. you. And I try to unsubscribe to these all the time. Not Food Fifty Two. I am. I am exactly the person that they are targeting. Because I just see the titles. Like, Ann Taylor Loft will be like, it's your last chance. I never even open it. I don't right. care at all. But Food 52 will be like, the most intriguing lentils we've ever had. And I'm like, tell me more. <laughs> tell me more. And I feel it every time that I'm like, I just, I just have to click through this. I just have to know what it was. But, so I looked for it, for turkey. I was like, I'm going to try a dry brine. So I had, I looked on their oh, site for a dry I've brine. I've tried that before. Yes. Yes, I, I love tried brining, it. though. I really like. We're gonna the have brining. to have like a taste contest. Yeah, yeah well, too. so I went. To, I looked up a recipe on my phone for the dry brine turkey. Yeah. And then I ran out last night to grab. So I blended a little bit of rosemary and then orange zest and a little bit of lemon zest mm-hmm. in with the salt, and then you rub yeah. the whole turkey down and then leave it. And then yeah. tomorrow, wait, it's tomorrow Wednesday. Yeah. Yep. Then I'll have to take the covering off and let it just sit open in the fridge so it'll get okay. that crunchy skin. Mm-hmm. Oh. In theory, it lets it get not, it gets it not okay. wet. Anyways, so I'm all, I'm like, come home. Lena's like, mom, what are you doing? I said, well, I'm going to dry brine this one. Lena's my 13 year old. I was like, I'm going to try dry brining. And I was like telling her what brining is. And then I was like, I'm going to try this with just the salt. And she was like, oh yeah, I've read about that. And I was like, have you, have you read about that? And she was like, yeah, there's this one recipe that sounds a lot like that. And I was like, why are you, she goes and hauls my food 52 cookbook off the shelf and flips it open to the recipe I am making that I found online that I had in a cookbook. But apparently I did not recollect it, but Lena did. Lena knew we had that one in a hard copy. <laughs> That's funny. Made me laugh. So, yes. That's a hoot. Anyways. So, what, what good does the dry brining do? It just flavors it, but it doesn't, like, 
infuse moisture. moisture. Now, this was saying that it's, I don't know. There's it's, a zillion ways to make it. Yeah, turkey. and this is yummy, some, yummy, this yummy. Is, and in the end, you They're just all have pretty turkey. good, but and some people so, really have a preference. I sometimes wish I was considering spatchcocking it this time. Oh, but then it doesn't have the pretty presentation. Well, it never does anyways, but this may be bold. It's like by the time we're cutting it, we're not we're That's not putting we're not putting everyone out on the we're not putting whole turkeys out on the table. I always like to put the whole turkey out. I do out. too. My dad would stand with the carving set and carve it at the table, yeah. but there were only six of us. I was gonna say so, yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> this year different. it's like isn't it fifty two? Well, but I think we could carve up like six I, of the turkeys and I leave thought, one for presentation. I thought purposes. we could put Ben and Luke at a turkey carving station and as people come by the buffet they could slice off yeah, the piece that would of work. That'd be nice. That'd be good. I we think have, that would be We should get them sweet. some heat lamps so it's really like a buffet. <laughs> and I, aprons. I've got some aprons. aprons they can wear. I love, I love that. I even have the carving set I could get down in. That would right. be fun. Get loose this is to, our, to sh- you know, sharpen sharp. it up. Oh, that'd be fun. This is our year of the great daisy chain Thanksgiving, right? Mm-hmm. fabulous. Mm-hmm. It's the daisy chain family I think it's our record for soiree. Thanksgiving. Yeah. It's 52 people, right? And we have... Uh, the daisy chain part that is coming is our sister-in-law Heather's family. So we have Nate's wife and then her siblings and their children, which yeah. is and really her dad. fun, and her dad, and then some extras. Mm-hmm. Uh, but one of my favorite things, I think it's really funny. We were talking about this at church. So also Luke's uh, sister's husband was in town with some of his kids. So we can have, we'll have a lineup. We did at Church of Trin and some other kids. So, uh, where they are cousins, cousins, a cousins, 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 cousins. Yeah. Oh, like wow. where it, it's four in a row. That's pretty good. But there, I and I think it's really funny because everyone has those relatives, but you don't always know them. And, you know, and you're not in fellowship yeah. with them. You're not yeah. like, oh hey, how are you Excited doing? Excited to have my cousins, 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 cousins. Yeah. So right. anyways, that's fun. Well, my. I'm pretty confident that we can get the table set up tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. I'm pretty confident we're going to have all kinds of wonderful food. Yeah. Yeah. My only concern is what to do with 50 people when they walk in my front door. <laughs> into my... True. Into my upstairs Just that holds like 20. <laughs> Just I know what are you going to have to do. Are we going to... Yeah, I think it'll work we'll out. We'll figure it out. Nobody what, nobody what minds I, being smushed. No. I actually think no. that that's Just a Dad thing. Dad said, you know? just let it be a melee. Yeah. It's great. Um, yeah, super fun. I'm excited about it. <laughs> that that interesting squicking noise in the background was mom playing with her no, with her cup collar. It was Rachel scratching her yeah. head. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my word. So we're we're gonna all be making all manner of food. But yeah. and uh, I'm trying and to I just rolled back into town. We've been gone for Ben and I were gone for a week. So everyone has made their plans, and I don't even know what I've been signed up for. I told her I would bring her a notebook. You got time. That had her list of yeah. things that she but, had to make. And Anyways, you know, I got just two days. Once you two arrive, I just relax and think they will figure it out for me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that. I think your confidence may be misplaced. I saw this year. I thought that this was interesting. Another another email that I can't not click on from King Arthur Flower that <laughs> that was, was I still have never my, so much as bought it's a King my Arthur continuing Flower. ed I like yeah. they send me emails about things I need to learn about so I read it 
So the, uh, and, and Food 52's most intriguing lentils were the most intriguing lentils I've ever had also. They were really good. Just telling you, you, you should we'll read just these emails. dial that up in the annals. Yeah, exactly. So the, but King Arthur said that somebody mentioned their grandma. So it was somebody in the old mm-hmm. farmhouse era that made pie crumbs. So pie crumbs. She would just make a big batch of the fat and the salt and the flour all cut in. And yeah. leave it in her pantry. Oh. And then grab however much you need for a crust and quick whisk in a little bit of cold mm. water and then you're, you go. That's so kind they, of clever. I thought so too. If only I was making pies that It'd often to of warrant like a, a pie. Almost. Yeah, exactly. To warrant a pie crumb situation yeah. in my house. But they said now, and especially if you want to use butter, just make them and put them in your freezer so you have loose fat cut into a thaw really but you quickly. might as well just make the pie crust and put it in your freezer because those freeze well or you could do yeah it but in i kind of like the idea i think and... it's a little bit fresher yeah. i think i mean yeah. i think i i don't okay. feel the need myself to have a huge backup of pie crust but if it was coming up that sure. i needed to make a ton of more pies yeah. then you know like yeah. i just thought oh that's an interesting i like that's that idea of, yeah i do too that's kind of fun intriguing something well, to if think about using, like shortening you wouldn't need to refrigerate it right you wouldn't need to i think it's okay but you might yeah and then so yeah the truth is i don't make a pie very often no neither do i you know it's just not what i do it's like kind of it's a medium celebratory thing like we're like oh it's sabbath let's make pies Mm -hmm. but i don't ever feel like i need to make a pie with a big shortcut and one of them sitting around the house at all times not a good idea. No, that's just a way to. Well, I think it would if be we were, fine. If we were feeding farmhands all yes. the time, it's different. It yeah, would be it would different. be easier be to do that. I think. Yeah, but and anyway, it, so I think you should, we should ask mom about temptations that come up before Thanksgiving. Oh no, I have none. None. Never. Well, it goes back attempt. to Rachel's little refrain of the devil hates hospitality. No, it's. Very I think true. it's a great. I just think that there's a lot to be said about how I much feel like the that devil could go on an apron, right? Okay. And it's like the devil. The <laughs> devil has has found lots of little assaults mm-hmm. on hospitality that are wildly effective, kind mm-hmm. of like they just get people out of the mood. Right. <laughs> well, you've hit some of them in past podcasts that I've heard. But I just read a quote of Samuel Rutherford, one of my favorites, where he, I can't say it word for word, but essentially he was saying there's not a lot of elbow room on the way to heaven. (laughs) And I loved that. I loved that. That it's, you know, having a lot of people rolling in, there's not a lot of elbow room. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's just praying ahead of time, praying ahead of time and thinking, well, what is my purpose in this? Right, and What's knowing that for? you will be annoyed instead of telling yourself fantasy stories well, in which... Or saying, how about knowing you'll be tempted perhaps to be yeah, annoyed. Yeah, but I, I think that's but, what I mean is expecting the the regular normal fruit to involve of course, things that temptation. could provoke you. Instead right. of thinking we're about to have the most idyllic family time oh, we've yeah. ever had no. ever. And, then, and I think sometimes when I've... Well, Back when we all would sit down at one table before we outgrew it, when we, I could fit 23 around that table, I learned I needed to sit down at your dad's right hand down there instead of the other end mm. because I couldn't communicate to him, you know, very well. <laughs> and if I sat by him, I could go, what are we going to do? <laughs> you know, what, what are we going to do what, with Becca and Rachel's terrible do? manners? No. What are we going to do, Doug? It just kept me anchored. Yeah. And also, yeah. we pray ahead of time. We pray for Sabbath. We pray for Sabbath prep. I put uh-huh. on my... Sa- he has a whole... Pl- 
playlist called Nancy's Sabbath. Oh, that that's is just awesome. music he puts on for me when I'm getting Sabbath ready. And which is which is super thoughtful of him because you and he do not have the same we relaxing actually, music. We taste. actually don't. So but, no, like like he would really he would relax to just listen to any manner of blues, oh. right? Well, or old classic rock and yeah yeah yeah. And, and I think it's not that and... you don't. No, I don't mind you don't it. mind that, no. but it's nice of him to make one that's just that's, for you to be yeah. in a good, right? I love that mood. idea. Yeah, yeah. especially and, if it's just like, actually, yeah, I kind of have had that in the past. Yeah, but when I'm on like top it. of this, I do. We have a morning playlist, not a not a solid one, but mm-hmm. uh, when I get up early, then I I tell the kids I can't get up till the music's on, and then I turn on some music, yeah. and it usually starts with kind of some folk acoustic guitar. But then we switch to our "You Better Hustle to Get Ready for School" yeah. playlist. <laughs> right. Then it gets yeah. more aggressive as time That's goes funny. on. And I'm, you know, I love hymns. I yeah. love hymns, and that really helps set your yeah your compass. I, I just was straight. talking to someone, and this is the thing: is that people, it is very difficult to smoothly communicate across personality types. Mm-hmm. Like in in family events are this in a, in monster form because what things that can happen is that people are like well we don't want to make a plan they're like that just seems kind of confining it cuts into my well like if time. you tell me that I have to be somewhere for chili at six thirty I don't want it <laughs> like that's you know what I mean like that's if somebody's especially if someone what do you starts mean you don't that's a very weirdly blanket statement no I'm saying no I'm not saying I'm saying that. It you is, mean if, what happens is people are in very different places with very different concerns. Are so, you talking about like not in daily life? No, it's I'm like talking about a, like a, a holiday family or families reunion. in town or people are coming. Okay. There is invariably the personality that would like to have everything scheduled so that they can be planned. Mm-hmm. And then the people who are like, if you're emailing me six weeks out to say, will you eat right. chili at 630 on Thursday? You're like. Just stop talking to me. I don't want. To, I don't want to talk about anything that far from right. now. And see, and that seems really confining. Right. And yeah. I think I can. I can be annoying on the end of me feeling like, okay, so is everyone going to be at my house at this time? Then I need to know what I'm like because I need to know because there's nothing funnier than not planning and then realizing you have thirty people at your house at five thirty mm-hmm. and now. What? Well, I and I also think though that having. Like, I wasn't joking when I said, when you two are there, it's like, okay, the girls are here. This mm-hmm. can happen. I've got backup. I've got yeah. solid backup. Yeah. And I think the same is true that if if you just have someone there who's your, yeah. on yeah. the same page cheering for you, you can say, help. Yeah. I remember it was just maybe a month or two ago when the rice didn't cook for me and oh, it, yeah. it all messed yeah. up. And I was like, Rachel, I called you both in. The rice is not ready. All the guests are here. The rice is not ready. And and then you said I was praying that we would start late because we had a guest coming. It's gonna be late. Yeah. So, but you two jumped in and just helped me figure that out. I actually prayed that if God wanted what, like that something Mm -hmm. would happen if He Mm -hmm. wanted her to be there. This is funny. So. One of the things that what I the reason I brought that up about different personality types is that's what we mean by totally yeah, unimportant things that can get you really mm-hmm. out of fellowship with other people. That it's just sure. like not anything of value. Like yeah, well, there's and a- then but the thing I was well, the thing I was trying to get to so I don't just sound ungodly with with my too temptations. Late. Too late. I too sounded late. terrible. 
is that if everyone involved would just prioritize staying in fellowship, then very disparate personalities can get along really well. True, but you can also get out of fellowship all by yourself. Amen. That's, I've done it. I've done it. It's hard to have a car wreck with yourself, but it can happen. That, that reminds me of, I heard this once. I should check that it's true now that I've said it a million times, but that when there were only two cars in the entire state of Ohio, they had a wreck. <laughs> it just blesses it. me so much. Yeah. Before there were traffic laws. No, but remember your story about that one outrageous bus driver who was driving you to a track meet or yes, something? Yes, and, he, and threw, <laughs> he threw the bus on the highway into reverse. <laughs> just as we were going. And but sometimes you do do that to yourself as you're getting right. ready for something. But you, you know what? For my next trick. <laughs> the other thing is. Throwing as, this bus in reverse. As the hostess. <laughs> you can have really weird expectations that no one else knows about. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. And so then when it doesn't exactly go your way. Yeah. You lose your perspective. Even and you, you didn't get, have to know about them. What? Like you don't even have to have realized that you actually you had thought that, that, right. that there Until was going to be that, but now. Right. And know. one of the things that I think about, you know, because I might say after the whole, everybody's gone home, I might say to Doug, like, oh man, that was really rough. And he said, what? That yeah. was mm-hmm. great. That yeah. was really good. And yeah. so I have to remember my perspective maybe is off. It's the kind of thing like a light bulb goes out and right. you don't have a replacement and it just puts you off that the, like, the, oh, the lighting my kitchen is wrong so bad like with this one light out just well, ruins it yeah, all there's a really good lewis quote that i just read um i think from screw tape letters and it was about um yes it was screw tape because it was about like tempting people and said that we should be fixed on the present and eternity but what the devil his aim is to get you fixated on the future and off of the present and off of eternity. And that, I think, is where all the expectations come in of what yeah, this will be like good. and what everyone will think of it and how, how, it, it, matters. Will, how it will be so luxurious. And then it do, if it doesn't quite mm-hmm. work out that way, the present is ruined because you had something right. stuck there in your mind about the future. Anyway. Well, and one of the things, some of the temptations are just so practical and you can totally fix them. For instance, for me... It's after we get all the dishes in the dishwasher or loaded up, you know, the ones that can be, and then all everything's cleared off the table. And then all the kids come running in for a drink. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I try yeah. to have a stack of plastic cups just sitting by the fridge because then it, I won't be like... It's because they go play. They go don't play. you dare get a cup out of the... They go cupboard. playing really hard yeah. and they get and sweaty thirsty. and then they come yeah. in. And it does not occur to them that they left two cups on the table yeah, right. when they went. It, but we yeah. already cleared them. You're so, like, or they you're say, no longer a guest know, here. I don't know what I <laughs> That'll do. That'll do. So I just leave a stack there and then it's all good. Yeah. It's all great. Yeah. Throw them away. It's worth it. Yeah. Um, I have to say something that that um, occurred to me the other day. Driving home from Costco with my kids and they're singing, which I love when they all want to yep. sing stuff. Somebody breaks into A Mighty Fortress is Our God. So we sing the whole A Mighty Fortress is Our God. 
which is a beautiful song anyways and it was a beautiful drive and singing with all of my children a mighty fortress of their god and then thinking of luther and i told them this afterwards i said you know it's 500 years right now and that these verses like what would it mean to him that right now while we're driving in a car which he could never have imagined right in a world he could not have imagined speaking a language he did not know right yeah and singing his words about god's truth will triumph through us and i was telling him i said you know he was fighting for people to even have a bible and 500 years later all of you read your bible and here we go blazing in like in a totally different world with the same words and it just really I was just looking it up because I felt like I was going to misquote it but it's that part about um, and though this world with devils filled should threaten to undo us we will not fear for God has willed his truth to triumph through us and I was thinking you know that was just like the it was one of those moments where you're just like I and then we had a funny talk with the kids about do you think (laughs) it's one of these mother quote quotable quotes but do you think he can see us? Because so, someone was like, well, God do you think... or the devil? Well, of course or... we know God can see us. Do you think Martin Luther... Luther? Do you think there Luther gets to see the fruit? And I, and I was saying, you know, I think obviously God reveals to people when they're with him what he's done with their lives. But this was the quote that then Lena was dying. I'm afraid I'm getting put in someone's commonplace book. Because <laughs> I was saying... It's not that dead people are spying on us. <laughs> Let me clarify, children. Dead people aren't spying on you. But I guess you're talking about the cloud of witnesses right. and all of that. And just the impact. Anyways, all the, this does tie in with something, which is that hospitality and these things. I told Luke this. I say, not just hospitality, everything, all of your Christian life. So I feel like we're like a rock that's being thrown into a pond. And the minute that you're born, you're in the air. Do you know what I mean? Like, here you go, and there is a deadline. Like, you are going to hit the water at, at some point and be on to the other side. Like, now your your influence is done. And I said, you know, it's like, I keep thinking, like, Lord, just make us bigger and flatter and heavier. Like, <laughs> just make this something that will make a huge... When we go out... Big, big splash. Yes, yes. Yep. And, like, and big I'm just impact. thinking, and this... I'm bringing this up because it's just something that as my kids have gotten older and things are I it's just loud all the time at my house it's great but it's just in like Sabbath it's so much and I realized that I needed to stop thinking it's okay for me to be like you know you kind of get fried or overstimulated mm -hmm. or like Mm -hmm. I've tapped out here or you think this is clearly a legitimate situation for me Mm -hmm. to zone out in because it's overwhelming and I've started praying that God would equip me to still be productive in those moments, to still connect with that one child that says something funny to me while someone is razor or whatever that scooter is that ripstick, the ripstick, the skateboard, the Mm -hmm. self-powered wiggle skateboard that goes in endless loops through our kitchen. Like someone will be like ripsticking through and someone else is reading something aloud and Chad's trying to tell the joke he made up and someone's trying to tell me something and what's for dinner and it just like and what you want right then is a good themed playlist yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. what I'm looking yeah. for is some more noise well and yeah. more sound effects mini Sabbaths or just any kind of big thing that's coming I think and I should have it memorized but there's a verse in one of the Psalms that with God I can scale a wall yeah okay. with God I can leap over a wall yeah, yeah. and that's a city wall yeah that mm-hmm. he's talking big about deal. and so there's just many times where I have 
said that, okay, Lord, with you, I can leap over this huge wall, yeah. which is appearing here in a few minutes. And it just, he's faithful. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's and, faithful. And, and it's, and there have been the many, things... many lessons and blessings and joys as a result of leaping yeah, over been, that wall. But they've been pretty little, like in terms of how it felt, your lessons did feel little. Like, okay, I'm learning how to do this better. This is working better. But the impact of what you have done for years, all those little things, we can see it on our kids, how right. much it's shaped each one of them mm -hmm. and their loves and their loyalties mm -hmm. and the things that they care about. And like, it's not little, the fruit of it right. and the fruit of pushing through the temptations and the, oh yeah, the, like the fruit of it is so disproportionate to the obstacles. Like it's like, yeah. you feel like it's like if you're on a road to something really beautiful and there's like one orange cone in the road. And you're like, oh yes, yeah. so I, well, <laughs> I have to turn around. We can't go this way. I view Sabbath as, apart from worship, the most important thing I do all week. Like this is and I think game it day. Is. Yeah. And so it's really been a huge blessing. I know that I would miss it so much if for oh, yeah. some reason I couldn't oh, do it yeah. anymore. Yeah. And I know eventually somebody else is going to pick it up, and we're going to. But for now, it's just. Yeah. Such a joy. And I think back to when we got our table, our first beautiful cherry right. table. And it was your dad who dropped something on it and took a chunk out of it <laughs> shortly into it. And he said, well, now it's been baptized. <laughs> and now it is so, has doesn't so many have, little doesn't dents. Doesn't it have someone's name well, in it or something? That's well, my table. Becca's no, but... table does, but mine well, Becca has our first one, but yeah. the second one that we ordered and, you know, yeah. it's the one we're using now. Uh, it has a lot of little nicks and things, but down at the end, it has a someone carved in a big smiley face and two straight lines for eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I think and, Nate told me that, I think it was Lucy who said, I really hope when I'm an old lady that I will be, there was something, because you told her something about it just makes me happy that someone was here doing this or yeah. something she was like I just really hope that when I'm an old lady I'm as nice about people messing up my stuff <laughs> bless her little no but heart. I'm like it, those well, things are so formative even though it doesn't it, you don't I think mean, at the time you know and when I saw it there I mean it is funny I would yeah. be glad to show it to you you can't see it unless you get in the right spot and right. really be, see it it's not a frowny face yeah well that's, well, that's good. good it's a happy face right <laughs> and it's just Someone was having a good time. I just like that on our <laughs> table, you it, it's got more dings than you can imagine because it's the soft wood yeah. one that was your Pine. first yeah. Sabbath table. But it's carved into the top. There's Daphne. But mm -hmm. it's spelled D-A-F-N-E-Y. So basically the only person we can eliminate <laughs> from Daphne. the cousins <laughs> is Daphne. The only one who knew her name wasn't spelled with an F. Well, like, she wasn't phonetically sounding it out. Right. But then... Well, you know the story. I was talking about putting cups of water, you know, cups available for water. Mm -hmm. You know the story how Jesus feels about giving kids a drink exactly. of water. And he back, used that for a reason. I mean, <laughs> and back when you were little, you two were little, and the neighborhood kids would come knock on our door and ask for a drink of water. And I can remember thinking, seriously, people, <laughs> can't you go to your own house? It's right there. I can see it from my front door. And then that verse, it's like, yes, yes, let me get you, guys, you a drink. You know what I love Line most up. in getting you drinks? You need to get you some, like, Dixie cups, like little totally I disposable. I have them. I have yeah, all It doesn't matter, does Yeah, it? I have them all. I, we had a... Well, you know when the so when the twins were little and they were like Chloe was a little fat toddler Titus was a little skinny toddler and they were playing sometimes well I didn't realize they were playing I just heard mom 
mom and i was like what what is it titus and he just he looked he was yelling down the hall and he turns around looks at me says not you and then he turns yells down the hall mom and then chloe sticks her little fat face around the corner from the edge says what kid (laughs) (laughs) i I was like oh my goodness and then he said i'm thirsty and she said well get a cup Because I was like, you guys, I am far more courteous than this. You are making me sound horrible. Oh, like, you know, it yeah. was, they were just, uh, Oh, but I know. But any week that I forget the plastic cups and I look out there and everybody's diving into the cupboard, getting out those yeah. big tumblers, yeah. my heart sinks. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm looking at, You just need probably... to send out an email and say, bring your camel no, bags. No, no, no. The Sabbath. <laughs> I'm sick and, of giving you cups. No. So then I recover, of course, but I'm looking out there at like 60 glasses waiting to be washed and they're yeah. digging in the, you know, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, and yeah. so it, add. I'm Let's not add more saying glasses. that I'm always so godly to instantly think of, you know, this is beautiful. Please get more cups out. <laughs> but oh, I, I'm trying to be better. Well, we are all trying to be better. That's kind of the Christian journey, isn't it? Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Working on it. Pressing on. And, and that's another thing I was just recently reading that the Christian life is it's about pressing on and working hard and going forward. It's not about sitting. Yeah, yeah well, and that's thinking isn't this lovely and, and nice. And that's part of what I was saying about you're a rock that was thrown. Is like in that time, and I have nothing against leisure, so I'm not trying to say you should never sit down and just enjoy a moment. But I'm saying that's not the point of what we're doing. You know what I mean? Like that's not the purpose, and that's not the goal, and it's not to have had a lot of downtime. It's not, you know. I think it's just, it is an important thing to think about. How can we leave a bigger mark? How can we, you know, like, how can we gather more and more, hopefully strategically? The whole, like, working for the weekend or working for your retirement or whatever is a very sad way of looking at it because you should be Mm -hmm. working because the job matters. Unto God. Like, working because this is a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And so I want to say, I'm getting older and working harder. That's what I want yeah. to be happening and, and not becoming lazy. And partly because you're, you're becoming more strategic, more effective, mm-hmm. less like you're just learning all the time how to do right. those things. I have thought, I've told, maybe I've told this story in here before. Years ago, mom and dad had a, um, you were babysitting Nate and Heather's five kids. Oh, you have told us. Did I tell mm-hmm. it in the podcast? Yeah, you did. That someday, hopefully, we'll be like you. Luke's big encouraging text to me about, like, just take it, like, if everything proceeds according to plan, about 20 years, we'll be in the ER all night with one of our grandkids while someone else is puking and and managing major counseling explosions and things. Well, that's that's our game plan for what we're going to be doing in 20 years, so. You will be. We're right on on track at this rate. God willing. And then, um, okay, so. I was going to connect this to, like, changing the subject, something we were going to talk about um, that I think could tie in last, or I said on the Facebook page that we would talk about what kids' Bibles we do use, because I did make passing, my highly controversial remarks about the Jesus Storybook Bible. (laughs) Um, And so what I wanted to say about that is that we do have a number of Bibles that we use. Um, and that our kids love. They really like the Action Bible, which is kind of like a graphic novel cartoon mm-hmm. Bible. And I love that one. And the reason I love it is because 
my kids will all pour over it, like trying to understand what's happening before they've even, before they can even read, they recognize stories and things like they're trying to put it together or the kids will read it to them. Um, and it is true to scripture as best. I think it might be a little it's funky not... in Revelation and some. Well, I think it was that very Bible that when I ran across Samson later in life, I read the story going in to see the prostitute and I was like, surely not. Like, I remember this from the picture Bible. And I went back and looked and it, no, he'd gone in to visit a friend. And so there <laughs> are... the action Bible? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. We didn't have that when we were little. We had the picture Bible. We had, well, whichever one it was, it's, you go, I've seen the we do have, have We do have one that's the picture Bible, but then there's the action Bible. There's two of those. Whichever one it was, yeah. I remember I being actually quite should go. Startled. I should go look up that story. But we have done and, and see what it does. And I don't believe it had the dismembering of the concubine. You know, I oh think it just Oh, no, it just, it doesn't. Stuff. It's certainly There's not. No reason it's not the whole thing. That, no. But yeah. the thing. No, I'm just saying it's not a complete scripture. No, yeah, it's like what a storybook. Yeah. No, no, it's not that. And we don't read it to our kids as though it was the word of God. We It's something that, I mean, we don't read it like, let me read to you from the Bible and then read the word bubbles from that. We don't do that. I'm saying that's a Bible we have at our house yeah. that we let them read. The action Bible, the thing I like about it is that the lions look like they're going to kill you. Like, mm-hmm. like there's a fierceness and an intensity to, because it's kind of a graphic novel, none of our children who, looking at that, they believe that we're talking about a real incident that happened. Well, And some of our other Bibles, we have one that was like illustrated by like, I don't know how to say the name. I want to say it's Tommy de Paolo or something. Tell me, whatever. It's funky little cartoony people. And it's the opposite side. Like, it's funny little goobery illustrations, but it's just the NIV text. And I don't mind it because it doesn't look like it's trying. But it doesn't. What I, what the point that I was trying to get at is that we have a diversity of Bible and Bible related books that the kids can look at. We have the greatest, the biggest story. The biggest story, which I like because it just suggests things that you have to tell the story. Um, like it doesn't tell about Goliath, but there is a giant in it. So you stop and tell them the story. Um, and then, and then I have those ones from, I want to say they're the golden arch books from when we were little, those little paperback. I found those somewhere and I bought a bunch of them. We had a bunch of those. And one of my first, wasn't that my first drawing? Bartimaeus. Bartimaeus having his. Bartimaeus. And the art was not very good. Oh, it's terrible. But it was still pretty good on as I recall, content. it's been a long time, but well, I think the content was decent. Well, the thing that I was trying to get to, when because people say, when I say, we didn't do the Jesus Storybook Bible, it's like, well, what Bible then do you use? And my point is, we have lots of Bible and Bible-related books that are on the kids' level, but we've never treated it as though that is a Bible, like, the actual Bible is the Bible the whole time. Like, these are, these are other things. And so all of the like, but how do you point to Christ from the Old Testament? All of that is left to how we talk, what we are, what we, how we live. So I was going to say, we actually, I mean, we never had a kid's Bible for our kids. I mean, they all had their own little Bibles and we told them stories all the time from scripture. So it would be like, that was sort of the version we did was like, I would tell them Mm -hmm. stories in the car or whatever, but then we just. We live them from we the Bible. We just talk right. about it. We read the Bible. We and one of the things that's been really sweet. I was gonna say, 
that the whole reason we want our kids to love books and to be reading kids' books and to be doing all this is to get them up to Bible speed. Like, well, the whole point is that we want you to love though. words because you love the word. And that is that, so my mother-in-law teaches kindergarten and she has forever. She taught Ben when he was in kindergarten. So she's been doing she's that teaching for a long time. Shadrach right now. I so. know, it's pretty awesome. But when the movie um, Prince of Egypt came out, whenever that was, years yeah. and years ago, um, I remember her saying it really messed it up because she had always done the story of Moses and the Exodus and everything with the kids, but she reads it to them from the Bible. They went through the whole thing. And she, when that first came out, she would be telling the kids the Bible story and reading to them from the Bible. And the kids would say, no, that's not how it happened. And she'd be like, yes, it is how it happened. And they'd say, no, I saw it. Like oh, I saw dear. it and that's not what happened. And so I would just say that to a, a kid, when they read right. the story with pictures and everything, it really is formative. And so if it's not accurate, right, they will, like, right. it really can displace And things. that's actually why, and this, whether or not this is the best path, I don't know. It's just what we have done, which is that instead of having one book be, this is the Bible for you, we have a diversity of Bible related things. Yeah. So it obviously can't be the one original, right. yeah. the only true thing because we also have this version of it and we also have that. And this is just something that I hope right. is a theme. But you in your also life. don't want them to feel like there's just so many different ways. Uh, you know what I mean? Like you want no, them to get the reason. authority of scripture. And this I have is not the one read, yes. word of God sort of, you know? Yes. And that's why we have not, that's why, um, so for instance, I would say, to me, there's a difference. Like, the Action Bible is telling stories and things that happened in Scripture. Mm -hmm. But it, that was part of what set us off about the Jesus Storybook Bible, is that it opens like it is the Word of God. And, yeah. like, it's like, in the beginning, this happened, and God said, and it, it and it was like, but this. No, he didn't. What? Like, yeah. hang on. And that was why, to us, it was like, this is like trying to say, this is a Bible for you. But it's like, no, the Bible is the Bible for you. Even if you can't read yet. Yeah. The reason we want you to read is because this is your book. Like, yeah. this and is I it. think kids get a lot more than we give them credit for. They and do. So, like, obviously, if they're teeny tots, they're not going to understand the full Bible. But you know, but they don't understand. They get most there stuff. a lot faster than I think. Yeah, we and think they don't. They can. I had a moment the other day that was just the sweetest thing, which was my girls who are doing the Bible reading challenge, or all my uh -huh. kids, but it was just the girls that were there, um, and some of them I think are probably substantially behind but they just jump in here and there and I don't care that's what we're going for yeah. you know just grab your bible mm -hmm. read uh, but then my oldest like bought herself a new bible and comes home from school every day and does her reading right after school like she it's like a habit so of, nice she comes and sits down to read her bible and I'm seeing like that's the goal that we have the goal that we have is kids who are yeah. independently motivated to be reading their Bible and coming to the Word and doing this. And the goal is not to have them understand all of Scripture. Like, I don't need my kindergartner to be able to tie everything together right. in Scripture. We're just, we're just feeding no, them. We're just, up. we're just like... Well, for some reason, we started putting a little cassette tape on of Scripture mm -hmm. in Nate's room when he was maybe yeah. five-ish. Yeah. And... He, we, we would put it on, and by the time one side had played, he'd usually be asleep. But it was really, he was really getting a lot out of it. Because I remember one time he yelled from bed, it was like, hey! <laughs> it's like, 
How come it says Judas hanged himself in one place and somewhere else that he fell down and his, his guts spilled out? <laughs> you know, so he was he was trucking. Yeah. He was trucking and it was just Bible. It I love that the my girls who are doing it were sitting in the living room together and I was doing something else, but I was overhearing this discussion where Daphne, of course it would be Daphne. It's like, you know, I just feel really sorry for Leah. She said, I know most people don't like Leah, but I feel bad for her. And she was like, because, because it's sad. Like, she was just like, that's just sad. But then Chloe's like, no, no, I don't. She's like, because where was Rachel? Was she tied up or something? Like, I mean, <laughs> so this is like my nine-year-old and my yeah. 11-year-old. And then they go on, they're having this discussion. And then Lena weighs in with like, but you know what's weird is that Rachel was the favorite wife, but Leah was more blessed by God. She and had, then they're all like, oh, you're right, because yeah. Judas, the line of Christ. So here yeah. they are having yeah. this Isn't little improv discussion, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that kind of thing just blesses me. Mm-hmm. For, yeah. But it is but a, Laban was bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nobody feels sorry for Laban. Villain. You do feel bad for basically everyone else in the story except for him. It's such a weird scene. We should um, move to a tip because okay. we've been yeah. talking Christmas tips. Or Thanksgiving if you have one up your sleeve right now. but Well, my favorite Thanksgiving tip is that book, Thanksgiving 101. Oh, yeah. Oh, I initially, so Rick Rogers. I bought it for Becca when she was going to Boise, newly yeah. married, and was going to be doing a lot of the prep. No, I think everyone was coming up to Moscow Oh, was that, that what it was? Yeah, they were, okay. Granny was coming up, and you guys were going to be out of town. So okay, I was that's doing it. it she was doing it. I got her the book, and then I kept borrowing it from her. Yeah. Every Thanksgiving, and I finally found the copy myself. It's a great it's out of know, print, I think. Did maybe. you know he also has a Christmas one away? Oh man, but it's it a great is. Book. It's it William is great. Sonoma, right? It's William Sonoma. It's just a little paperback, but mm-hmm. anything Rick pumpkin. Rogers. I wanted something with pumpkin in it, uh, just for a shower, I think, and I found right. or some some event. I thought pumpkin. I have pumpkin. What could I make? And I just go in that part. There's a pumpkin cheesecake. There's mm-hmm. a oh, zillion yeah. pumpkin thing. It's every recipe. Yeah. And the one for the turkey and the gravy is it's classic. Excellent. It's really good. And you mm-hmm. use so much broth. And I that do it, it every year. It makes a ton of gravy yeah. and it's fabulous. You don't run out really of gravy. Good. You just have to start with enough necks. Yeah. Well, we don't, I don't do that. enough. I've done it with the necks and I've also done it with canned chicken broth and it's still good. Yeah. That's I usually, good. I confess it, I do it with the. Yeah. I have it so I broth. pulled out a so recipe from the same book tip. this year that involves oh, it's a wild rice and our stuffing. cranberry and our cranberry relish is in oh, there. Oh yeah. You're right. Sorry to interrupt. No, you. it's not. The one with marmalade? Yeah, it's in there. Oh, yeah, that's it is. It? You take yeah, fresh cranberries I saw and a whole orange that you cut up, peel and all and put it in your food processor and then you add some marmalade. You just blitz you it. It's just, like a relish. It's like it's a, a cranberry yeah. relish. It is so fresh. But and I usually wonderful. do one where you heat the cranberries on the stove when you add Grand Marnier at the end. And yeah, there are you all do so a bunch many. of Turns out, I think that that's in Guess there. what I did? I bought this year one can of cranberry jelly. Yeah. Because I was remembering it at Grandma Grandma size. always had it. And that, so and I, I, I didn't recognize it as a can shape as a child. Oh, yeah. I remember those ridges. Like, oh, what a so magical good. thing Listen, that you slice into circles. <laughs> as a kid, 
I one time <laughs> ate all the leftovers <laughs> and I broke out in hives. I mean, seriously, did. I love that stuff. Yeah, so I bought Bugs, one this yeah, year because I just felt like yeah. it should be there for the kids to that's see good. it at least at some With point. With the ridges on the, you, yeah. the ridges yeah, yeah. of the can. Yeah. Exactly. So that's a good tip. Okay, there you go. That's one. one, but if you don't have it, it's probably a bit late. Too late to now. It now. Too late now. Next, <laughs> next year. Next year, buy it. Or you could try, I keep meaning to order the Christmas 101 just because it seems I, like the same kind of a fun thing. But Christmas is so much more far flung. Like Thanksgiving has a pretty I saw quote. Yeah. No, menu. it was actually in that book. It said there's no other holiday, even food. There's no other menu like like food, uh, you know what I'm trying to say. Celebratory menu that is as about the side dishes as it is about the main. Yeah. Like that that's like where tons of loyalty comes out of the yeah. bushes to like there <laughs> must be this kind of stuffing yep. or So I'm making a wild rice stuffing this year that has the dried cherries soaked in pork. Ooh, first yeah. and then yeah, yeah, nice. with almonds I think yeah, it just sounded like an good. interesting fun thing yeah. shallots Ooh, it sounded yeah, like a good great. idea shallot Should the lady of the shallot lady of. <laughs> somebody once asked me that in the grocery store they're like what do you do with shallots <laughs> and I was like uh it was it was hard for me to come around from like not doing what we just did the lady of shallot, shallot. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, All right. So, do you have a tip, Becca? Me? Well, this is more Christmas, but I remembered it earlier. Tom and Jerry mix. Oh, yeah. That's a fun Christmassy thing. If oh. you make a big batch of it and put it in your freezer, yep. then you can just pull it out occasionally and have a Tom and Jerry in the evenings. Yep. And it's actually kind of fun. It and is fun. It's very eggnoggy. I think it's I've, got, I've got your Aunt Monica's recipe. We, we should, should post, post it. it. It's really so good. So, I need to say for, I think someone in the UK asked about somewhere on either Instagram or Facebook who was listening to this what is eggnog because it seems <gasps> like it's just alcoholic and what are you talking about so here if you're people from another country that is somehow not tapped into the eggnog scene here you can buy eggnog with no alcohol in it like in it a is, carton like milk yeah you buy it it's a seasonal surprise in the dairy aisle and but there's all kinds of eggnogs but it is isn't that you can spike it if you want? Oh, you yeah. can spike it but if you want, or there's already spiked eggnog, or there's homemade spiked eggnog, yeah. or there's homemade not spiked. If eggnog. you buy it at the store, you don't have to worry about the raw egginess because it's pasteurized. If you make your own eggnog, it's you run the risk. You, you might run. do things like what I did with my stock. You might have and to I dump think, it. But the Tom and Jerry mix is like that because it's got a bunch of raw egg whites. But then you pour don't boiling. It, yeah. you, well, you freeze it, but then you pour the boiling water over it in your cup, so it actually I think it's, it, it's okay. It's good. It's Different. Yeah, and then you throw some nutmeg on top, and yep. and if you want, spike it, and it's a fun little. I do not love. I drink. do not love eggnog, but I do these things for the holiday spirit. We we yeah of course, do it yeah. anyways, and um yeah. So I don't know that I have a real any tips to share with anyone. Lots of paper cups by the fridge. That's a good tip. To Keep get the on. paper cups. <laughs> Keep that going. I just bought some more. Someone was asking about things that we do for Advent. I was going to say a lot of the things are just on the level of like buying a chocolate orange when I see it at the grocery yeah. store and throwing yeah. it in the yeah. cupboard. And I just bought a bunch of fizzy blood orange juice at Costco nice. in two big bottles. What is that? I don't know. It's just like an orange sparkly juice that was yeah. on sale, but it's like a big cute liter bottle. And I was like, that's the perfect kind of thing Fun that you pull out. Stashing. Well, you just pull out mm -hmm. of somewhere and make it feel like a party. Yeah. So it's good. All right. All right. Well, thanks, thanks you, Mom, for, for letting us in. It was fun that we did thank that. You. Yep. All right. Bye. Have a wonderful yeah, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Yeah. Bye. Bye.
New St. Andrews College thanks you for listening.